Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free. Or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Hello, everybody. Welcome to What Culture Gaming. I'm Scott, joined by Josh. Hello, Scott. Josh, my friend, let's talk about Cyberpunk. It's been a couple of weeks. Now, there's <laughs> meant to be a big old patch coming very soon, the 1.2 patch for, this, for the game itself. Um, but I guess we'll wait and see how that's going to go. We might do a follow-up news thing, depending on the state that that leaves the game in. Um, but speaking of things that leave the, the game in, in a certain state, um, their lead gameplay designer, Andre uh, Sawadsky, has left CD Projekt Red after eight years of being uh, at the studio. And um, This is a dude that worked on The Witcher 3, he was uh, initially started as a junior gameplay designer on Cyberpunk and was moved up to the senior position apparently at the beginning of March 2020 so he didn't get that much time uh, in place mm-hmm. as senior um, but I think it's worth talking about because it is obviously directly going to affect how the game plays out from here on in um, he won't be around for the multiplayer expansion he won't be around for the various tweaks and things that will be happening across the rest of the year um, and again like we just like I just said you know, you, we still have the 1.2 patch to come um, but the initial patch notes they've put out for that in regards to they're adding an option to unstick your car if it gets stuck on the side of the road they're making it so that the police spawn yeah. a little bit further away from you rather than close it probably isn't going to be the the complete game overhaul that a lot of people want it to be um but also i think no. it's worth having this wider conversation as to where cdpr are at because i'll get to it in a sec but they've also lost a, lost a few other uh, key staff members over the years but how does um how does this strike you yeah, I mean, I, I don't blame them like whatsoever, you know what I mean? Like you mentioned that they came on as the lead designer in March 2020. Well, the game was supposed to ship in April, like originally, wasn't it? Before it got <laughs> yeah. delayed. And then it was supposed to be September, then it was December. So I feel very bad that this lead designer and all of the developers really have taken like the brunt of the criticism, a brunt of the abuse and the harassment, which obviously is not great. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a lot of the responsibility for this game state when ultimately it's the decision makers at the top who, you know, stuck to a release date no matter how good the game itself was, no matter mm-hmm. how high the quality was. And it's just like, if I was in that company, man, I imagine you'd want to get out too because, you know, yeah. what's the alternative? You work on this game that is just getting, you know, trashed and try to get it to a fixable state. Like, that's not... It's not a very um, luxurious job, if you ask not me. Not right now, either. Like, it's not no. like we're in this, like, amazing time where it's like, oh, you know, knuckle down, no man's sky, here we go. Like, it's yeah. if you're in the middle of that hellfire, I can't blame you just wanting to get the hell out. Because um, um, Zawadzki was one of the people tweeting uh, in amongst all the horrible response that CDPR got by some of the most vitriolic fans. Um, you know, he was the guy tweeting, saying, you know, in response to the death threats and the general backlash, um, saying, look, we're people just like you, and um, this stuff is unacceptable and it has to stop. Um, so, assumedly, 
he's been you know he's been weathering the storm for the last few months anyway yeah um which is a horrible that's a whole kind of not necessarily an entirely separate thing but i think obviously fan backlash is something that needs to be addressed every time it comes up um but there is alongside the brass tacks reality that cyberpunk is an unfinished product and that he was the senior gameplay designer on it so it's like how the hell does the team go forward without him and it reminded me a little bit of um, what happened with Anthem where it's just sort of like you're throwing different people into these lead positions hoping for the best um, and yeah. where those decisions come from you know whether it's something that he chased beforehand or whether it was something that the management did either way you don't necessarily have that lead position anymore for the game at the most important time for it so it's I don't know like I mean I mentioned before about other members of CDPR leaving and um, back in 2014 I'll try and get their names right I did google it how to pronounce these people's names and um, two other um lead creators from The Witcher 3 left in 2014. Uh, Marek Zemek and Masiej Stajniak left in 2014. I'm quite proud of myself, got that right. Um, but yeah, they um, they were apparently, according to, not necessarily them specifically, but assumedly they would have been part of the group that were referenced in the Bloomberg report, um, yeah. wanting Cyberpunk to be more like The Witcher 3, um, to be this third-person thing going forward. That was before um, studio head Adam Badowski apparently stepped in and, uh, you know, rejigged the entire project, made it a bit more like, he, you know, making it more like something that would chase GTA. Um, and that seems to be the way that the, the project sort of rolled out. So I think all that stuff is worth addressing as well, that if you're, even if you're... the the management side isn't seeing the vision that you're trying to put together it's all the more reason to just say i'm actually done like I'm actually yeah just yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah i mean like you said you mentioned anthem like there have been so many games that have had similar stories like this mm. i mean look at something like halo infinite which is still in development and has gone through so many different creative leads so many different designers coming on and trying to replace creative directors and when you get like these major roles in video game production constantly shifting it results in a game that kind of just feels a little bit riddleless and i'm not saying that mm. we should you know stick with it through thick and thin like if, if a game if you're clashing with executives if it's not like if you feel like you're compromising a vision obviously you know it's it's entirely fair to jump ship and decide that this isn't what i want to do this is what i want to spend years of my life literally committing myself mm. to but at the same time like it is indicative of a huge issue inside the structure of this company that all of these lead roles just keep shifting around around and people who were involved in you know the successes like the witcher 3 are mm -hmm. kind of either leaving or clashing against creative decisions that are overriding the expertise and the kind of just the expertise expertise i suppose of the people yeah. who have made your company like what it is in the first place mm -hmm. it makes you wonder because i i keep having this like sort of weird like you know internal dark feeling that i wonder <laughs> just what cyberpunk is going to be across the rest of this year because for me i mean i've always said i really enjoyed that game i know that it's best on pc but i still think it's solid enough on the next gen consoles there are obviously problems with the police and the, the aspects that are more gta focused that just feel severely under cooked but i think yeah. it is it, you can still have a totally enjoyable time playing it as an rpg i mean i didn't go anywhere near the you know let's go on a crime spree and see what happens type stuff i was too busy enjoying the story and you know playing that way i know you were like mostly the same too um but the feeling that i have is just at what point do we draw a line under it and just say look this was what they were going for you know they weren't yeah. doing a gta type thing is that more of an issue with the marketing like it was with halo 5 um and, and it's not like there aren't systems in the game that you know hint at that stuff like there is a wanted level system or there is police response and everything um but at some point what do you draw a line under and just say this was the vision we were going for this stuff got way out of control i don't know how you rein it in i don't know where you make those compromises i don't know if you end yeah. up trying to no man's sky it and just chase the version that the fans want that is this weird nebulous version that's half marketing and half bs like i, I don't oh know. man see for me when it comes to um cyberpunk like 
I don't know what the vision was because you say that, you know, a lot of the marketing was focused on like, this is a cyberpunk GTA, but then a lot of the mechanics, even though they're not finished, obviously, mm. still lean towards that. I don't think that this is a uh, true RPG that was kind of like transformed at the last minute to include these GTA elements. It feels like very much a game of like two different visions, yeah. like both of them seem to be fighting each other from the get-go, from like minute one all the way through to the end. So I feel like that was a problem all the way through development. And now we've got this game that tries to be everything. It obviously didn't have the time to achieve that vision. Probably would have needed like another three years to hit those lofty goals of being a hardcore RPG while also being this open-world mayhem simulator. You know what I mean? So going forward, (laughs) I don't know how we get to the point without, you know, completely going back to the drawing board and you know just gutting what is there Mm. like i don't think you can just decide to focus on the rpg elements because then you've got all of these systems that are still in the game that kind of like jar with it but then you can't go down the full gta route because then you've got the rpg systems and you've got the Mm -hmm. rpg fans who came after the witch 3 who would be disappointed with that as well like i don't know like you said you know we've done so many videos on um cyberpunk at this point and i still don't know where that line that you draw under it would be at what point does this become a complete game like is it just when the bugs are fixed is it just Mm. when it plays as it should have at launch like it did on the pc or is it when it fulfills the expectations that the developers set beforehand and the marketing set beforehand of it being this kind of like next next level thing i just Mm -hmm. i just don't know like i just don't know at what point it gets to a finished state well, uh, yeah, and that's a whole other thing. Is like, at what point do they say we've done enough, and you know, that's the that's the, the amount of mechanics we were happy sort of putting out. Like I said, when you draw a line under it in regards to reviewing it, like you know, you could go to any game that came in as a six out of ten, a seven out of ten, and just say, well, if they spent more time making this, then we can get this part up, and we can improve this thing, yeah. we can sort the graphics out, the AI, whatever, make it more of a nine out of ten, a ten out of ten. That assumption comes alongside CDPR that assumedly there's some sort of secret source in there that they weren't allowed to finish or didn't get to finish, and um, that would make it more like a Witcher 3 level game um, as opposed to maybe this is just forever an 8 out of 10 or a 9 I mean for me it's like an 8 out of 10 a 9 out of 10 I get that it's way lower for different people but like at what point is it is it just done and we have to just live with it and that's what the game is and we just go forward as opposed to hoping for this version of the game that who even knows if it even exists like ostensibly yeah. it's the Snyder Cut of Cyberpunk it's in there somewhere <laughs> and just over a long enough time period they'll you know resurrect whatever mechanics they were working on or streamline certain things um, but yeah the conversation around it continues to just be at least for me fascinating I think I don't know if you're like completely sick of it I think uh, it is insane yeah yeah I mean I, I'm, I'm not sick of it I just I just want it to be good and I want it to be over <laughs> you know what I mean I just I kind of like want some good news to come out of it yeah. you know I want something some good news for the devs I want some good news for the fans who still feel burnt mm-hmm. and I just feel like we're not getting that yet like you said we had the recent patch which did fix some good things but we've got like so much that CD Projekt Red is a company that they're dealing with and I just feel really sympathetic for the people yeah. who are left working on it obviously we had the big like the big cyber attack we've got them you know working on all these patches they've delayed like the free dlc stuff like we said Mm -hmm. at the beginning developers like the lead and so many others are still receiving like harassment and threats which it's just it's it's just not it's not fun it's, it's not, not even on the playstation store yet either like where, yeah yeah the game's still not on the playstation later. store it's been like 
what 90 days plus maybe 100 days and stuff mm -hmm. it's just all of this like just <laughs> toxic kind of things coming from all angles and i just i just want some good news on it mate i just want <laughs> i just want some niceness to come out of this situation well don't worry by the end of the month you can unstick your car so if it gets Thank stuck God. you just rock it a bit and you're away again but yeah let us know what you think <laughs> down in the comments below of cyberpunk 27 do you see a future forward across the rest of 2021 or at what point do you draw the line under it as just the game that we got and we have to live with it uh, for now i've been scott from whatculture.com i've been josh from whatculture.com and we'll catch you next time Bye-bye. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So... What are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.